Live from the Business Radio X studio inside Renaissance Bank, the bank that specializes in understanding you. It's time for North Fulton Business Radio. And hello again, everyone. Welcome to another edition of North Fulton Business Radio. I'm John Ray, and folks, we are broadcasting from inside Renaissance Bank in beautiful Alpharetta. Uh, Renaissance had yet another award. It's hard to keep up with all the awards that Renaissance Bank gets, but they were voted by Forbes magazine, best bank in the United States. They're in the top 10 in that list. So if that's the kind of bank you're looking for, a bank that gets recognized for the kind of quality service that they deliver to their clients, and I know something about this myself, folks, um, then my suggestion is go to renaissancebank.com and find one of their local offices and give them a call. Uh, make an appointment, and I think you'll be glad you did because, again, I think you'll find that Renaissance delivers service in a personal way despite their size, and how they do that is, uh, uh, I think, pretty cool. Renaissance Bank, understanding you, member FDIC. Now I want to welcome Richard Taylor. Richard is president of Avid Wealth Management Group. Richard, welcome. Thank you. Great to be here. Yeah, Richard, glad to have you here. Let's talk a little bit about you and Avid Wealth Management Group. How are you serving folks out there? Okay, yeah. Uh, Well, Avid Wealth Management Group is a boutique uh, investment management firm. Uh, We're in the business of helping people plan for and uh, have a successful retirement. We try to make sure they're comfortable and making enough money to live the lifestyle they want to live. Now that's a pretty, uh, uh, worthy kind of thing for sure. Let's, let's, um, before we get into some of the details of that work, let's talk about you and your, your background and, and your journey into having your own firm. My background is, um, I have a, a very simple background. I was with a CPA firm for my entire career. Mm. And the CPA firm started this business about 22 years ago. I got involved with it about 20 years ago. And I bought it from them about seven, maybe eight years ago. I can't remember exactly. But um, they wanted to serve their clients in helping them uh, a step beyond what a typical CPA does in helping them manage uh, some of their assets. Got it. And so you you bought the firm and and uh, basically went off on your own then? That's exactly right. Mm-hmm. Um, they decided they didn't want to do it. They felt like they had some conflicts with other, uh, I'll just say, referral sources, and they didn't do a very good job of building it. It was my passion and maybe not their passion. It certainly became my passion and uh, something I I enjoy. It's not work. It's fun. Mm-hmm. And it's something I just enjoy doing. And I'm doing it for myself and I'm doing it for my clients. Terrific. Now, now you're a, uh, I guess, because of that background that you have, you're a CPA. Yes, I am a CPA. Mm-hmm. I served uh, in, a, in a mid-sized firm here in Atlanta for uh like I said, my entire career and my job there was really multiple jobs over the years, but I served as a client services representative to a lot of different business clients and the related people that owned them. 
And my goal was always to try to help them improve their business and, and make money there. What is it about uh, having that experience as a CPA, that, that uh, education and, of course, the continuing education you have to, have to uh, uh, take as a CPA? What, what about that makes, makes, uh, brings a lot more value to your clients? I think I have a background in both uh, individual uh, planning and individual financial expertise and management. I also have uh, expertise with businesses, and I was involved in audits and financial reporting for years and years, so I can pick up a financial statement of a company, and I can pretty well read it and assess that company in a matter of minutes, not days and hours. Mm -hmm. So I have a background that is very deep and very detailed in the financial area, whereas uh, someone that might have just trained to be an investment advisor without that kind of background uh, might have to do a whole lot more work to get to the point I can get to in in a few minutes, which it allows us to be a little more nimble and uh, make decisions on a more Rapid basis, I guess. Sure, sure. So I want to, before we get into some of the details of how you do what you do at Avid Wealth Management Group, uh, let's talk about just how folks plan for retirement these days and maybe some of the mistakes that you see that folks make as they plan for retirement. I would say that three quarters of the population don't plan at all. And they get to retirement, and they have limited resources to live on and have a fairly uncomfortable lifestyle Mm -hmm. in retirement. And I've seen this from people that have a modest income, and I've seen this from people that have a terrific income. Mm. They just don't plan. They don't set aside anything for retirement. And then all of a sudden— they're 40 years old or 50 years old or 60 years old and all of a sudden realize, wow, I've got to deal with this and it's coming sooner than I would like it to. I know everyone's situation is different, so we can't uh, uh, issue blanket uh, uh, advice and whatnot for those kind of folks necessarily, but what, what, how do you work with someone like that? Typically, I meet them. Uh, many of my clients were clients of mine from the CPA firm, so I have a long-standing uh, background with them. Some of them thirty, thirty plus years. Mm. So I knew and know their their business, their individual tax situation. Uh, but first thing we try to do with every client is to get to know them, get to know their family, get to know what their goals are, get to know what resources they have, what are their assets, uh, what kind of risk are they willing to take when they invest, uh, what kind of uh, a risk are they not willing to take, how much pain can they take when things are not going well. Uh, those are the kind of things you, you have to know up front, and you, and you have to renew that knowledge from time to time as well because people's situations change. Uh, you know, spouses pass away, you end up with a single individual mm-hmm. client instead of a joint client, uh, family, children situation changes. So 
Things do change, but it's important to know your client and understand where they are. Yeah, and and sometimes maybe this is a question, sounds like a statement, but it's a question. I would think that folks sometimes underestimate the importance of certain changes. I mean, it's one thing to lose a spouse, and that's a major uh, life-altering situation, but sometimes it's a matter of just keeping up with you as the financial advisor about the 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 type of retirement someone wants to have, the goals they have in retirement, right? Yes, most most people want to be able to maintain the lifestyle they've had while they were working. Mm-hmm. And I like to have people where they can maintain that lifestyle and they have enough money invested and we can grow that money so that they can continue to uh, maintain the lifestyle they have. I don't think I have any clients that have had to cut back in their retirement, but I serve clients that are pretty serious about planning in their retirement, and they're not uh, they're they're not the ones that um, have been negligent and done nothing to get ready. I guess that's because they've been clients of yours for a long time and you're keeping them on the straight and narrow. Is that it? Or, <laughs> Well, you can only do so much, but uh, we try to keep the train on the track for most people. Right. And uh, our clients, we have a, a good relationship with them and uh, it, it is important that that they not do crazy things. I mean, I see people that, make decisions in their life, financial decisions, that if they didn't make those decisions, maybe they would have had a great situation, but they did something stupid like, you know, they bought a boat or Mm. a horse or, better than that, a horse farm or something that you can lose a lot of money on in a hurry, and they thought it was an investment, and it really wasn't. It was more of a, a cash drain than anything else. So you try to help people not make mistakes that you've seen other people make over and over again throughout, right. throughout your career. And and you know our job is to work with what they give us and try to make more out of it. So let's talk about that process. Um, uh, when, when a client comes to you, they've got a certain uh, nest egg in various accounts, whether they're retirement or uh, savings or investment accounts. How how do you go about deciding what uh, investment strategies a client should have? It starts out with uh, a risk analysis, trying to understand how much risk they're willing to take. And I always have a uh, an agreement with each client that we'll agree on a risk profile based upon how they score and and our discussions. And sometimes we might get way more conservative than their risk profile, especially in a bad market like we're having right now. But we won't ever get more aggressive than what we agreed on in the beginning. So things change. You have to adapt as you go along. But the first thing we have to do is is to get familiar with how much risk they can take and how much they can tolerate. And sometimes people sort of change their mind about that, and you have to if something happened in their life to cause them to become skittish about the market, 
they need to communicate that to us, and, and we try to find out from time to time what their thinking is. Right, right. Um, and I guess that's where the the follow up meetings are really vital. Here, it's not just um, uh, turn the key, uh, get it started, and let it go. It's not a one time event. It's a process for sure. Yeah, and it it goes on. Uh, daily, yearly, monthly, quarterly, however you want to say it. But uh, things change with the market. Things change with people and their family. And you have to adapt to situations as they change. Communication is important. Although the last two years, meetings have been fairly difficult with the COVID situation. So we find the telephone works great. Mm -hmm. Uh, We do a lot of written communication as well, telling them what we're thinking and uh, a lot of times they'll call in response to that and say, well, here's what I'm thinking. Mm. <laughs> well, and I mean, let's talk about the, I guess, the frequency of those visits. I mean, what what should a client expect? What should they uh, uh, want to see from you on that? And, and, and then how often should a rebalancing of those assets occur? Well, I'll answer the first, the second question first. The rebalancing, we don't do a formal process where once a quarter or once a month or once wherever we rebalance an account. I'll say that we spend every day looking for opportunities. And when we find an opportunity that we think is a good opportunity, we, we will buy it at that point in time. We will also see opportunities when we see something maybe that's run up a lot and we're thinking boy that's getting pretty that's getting pretty long in the tooth if you will it's getting it's getting overextended maybe we'll take some off the table we might sell the entire thing so our process we do review every account every quarter every month but we manage positions on a global basis for all accounts simultaneously including my own personal accounts and if you manage the positions, the underlying accounts will fall in line because if, if, if something is going well with a company and you're on board that company with a lot of your clients and uh, you decide to make changes either more in or more out, uh, then it, it, it goes across the board. Um, but our process is we've... I guess we force ourselves to look at every account and every position every month, but we know what's there every day because we manage the global positions of everybody every day. Right. So you and I were talking about this on the way, kind of on the way into the show here about your registration as a registered investment advisor. So talk about what that means for clients, how you, uh, charge the fees that you charge and how that makes you uh, different than than others that are out there? We don't sell any products. We don't sell any commission-based products. We don't. Uh, the fee we get is a what's called a wrap fee. It's based upon the assets that they give us to manage. And if we grow those assets, our fee goes up just like their assets go up. So we're motivated the same way they are. If we can mm-hmm. grow their account, we're going to make more money. If we lose money, we're going to get less money from them. But that's the only fee we get. We don't get any fees from mutual fund companies. We don't get any fees from 
any kind of broker dealer or the only fee we get is from them. So we truly represent them and we, we like to say we represent them as a fiduciary. We we put their interest before anyone else's interest. So you have no incentive to recommend a particular security per se or uh, trade securities or what have you? We do not. We do not. Um, we, we can buy anything we want in the, in the market, stocks, bonds, exchange traded funds, mutual funds. That's sort of the universe that we work within. Mm-hmm. But uh, we have no motivation to stay away from something or to buy something based upon any kind of fee or charges there. There's no incentive for us to buy something at all. So we, we, we just ignore that altogether. We're totally focused on trying to make our clients money. Let's talk about market volatility and, and uh, how you navigate that. I mean, volatility seems like a fancy word for the market going down, which which we've had here uh, in recent months. That talk about your perspective on that and how you work with clients on their portfolios. Market volatility, by definition, would be up and down. However, you never hear anybody talking about it when it's going up. <laughs> They're only talking about it when it's going down. Yeah, it's funny how that works, isn't and, it? And uh, some of your clients will give you their pain threshold uh, at about the worst point in time, at about, about the time that, that I'm thinking it's time to buy this. They're mm. calling saying, bail me out, it's time to go. Mm-hmm. And, and we try not to let clients steer us in that direction because we had an agreement up front of how we were going to manage their account and we were going to be pretty steady throughout. But as soon as I sell you out today, the market surely will go up tomorrow. Mm. And as soon as I buy in all in at one time today, then the market's going to go down tomorrow. So you you really don't know what's going to happen, but you have to keep that longer-term perspective. And we look at years of success, and even though we manage it every day, it's, it is a longer-term process, and we try to keep people focused on that and our returns over the long term have been extremely good. Mm-hmm. Although you might have looked at last Friday and said, oh, my gosh, I lost 3% in one day. Well, you did because the market lost 3%, 4% on the NASDAQs. A lot of things went down in one day. There was, I won't say panic, but it was borderline panic, mm-hmm. you know, for a few days last week. And, you know, April, good riddance. I'm sorry, but you were a terrible month. You're the worst month we've had in the last two years, and good riddance. I'm ready for May. <laughs> yeah, folks, we're recording this on May the 2nd, so uh, that'll, that'll explain that reference. So lots of April showers, shall we say, this year in the market. We got showered with grief in, in <laughs> April. I, I think uh, I think the S&P was down over 8% and the NASDAQ down over 13% in one month, so... Mm. Wow. Just to put it in perspective. And we haven't had a down month like that since March of 2020 when we first went into COVID and mm-hmm. everything tanked out. Right, right. And we know what happened after that. And within a few weeks, it just started rocketing back up and kind of went on a two-year run. Sure, sure. And again, the past is not indicative of the future, exactly like the future, but the, the trend is your friend generally when it comes to the United States economy and how asset prices go, right? 
Generally, um, I think 75, 80% of the time, maybe even higher than that, the market's going up, not down. Mm -hmm. It seems to go up like a stair step and down like an elevator. And so the, the down is like riding the screen machine at Six Flags. When you hit that first hill and you're going down, that just is not much fun. Mm -hmm. Or maybe it is, but it's not much fun. <laughs> the wrong kind of fun. It's the wrong kind of fun. You, <laughs> you want it to be steady, Eddie. Just keep going up and, and don't, uh, don't cause me all this heartburn along the way. Right, right. Talk about, Richard, the, the kinds of clients that, that you serve – maybe the kind of people that you serve. We, we talked in general about folks that are either headed to retirement or in retirement, any certain um, further descriptors there, what ty type of accounts do you manage? We manage uh, individual accounts. Uh, we, we also manage uh, accounts that are rollover accounts from retirement accounts we manage trust accounts. We manage some estate accounts. We manage some uh, corporate just holding accounts for where they keep some cash or keep a reserve fund. Uh, and we also provide a service to corporate corporations in representing their retirement plan. Uh, we may manage the assets of the plan if it's in a pool. If it's a 401k, we provide investment advice to the, to the plan and the plan participants and we allow the plan participants to contact us at any point in time, even though they're not a client we manage day by day. Mm -hmm. They can call us. We can look at their account, and we can we can uh, advise them on what they should do. Uh, so we, we manage a, a number of different kind of clients, but the typical client is probably a, a family. They may have an individual account and, let's say, a retirement account with us, and we manage the two. Uh, half our clients are already in retirement. Half our clients are working towards retirement. And most of our clients are very serious about working diligently to have enough money at retirement so they can have a great lifestyle afterwards. So I would love it, Richard, if you maybe could share a success story. I realize you're in the confidentiality business uh, but so uh, no names mentioned, but if you could uh, give us some of the, some of the general details of a success story you're particularly pleased with that represents the great work you do. Yeah, I have, I have several, but I'll give you one that's uh, a really great one. And it, it was a, a family husband, wife, uh, the husband has a, a terrific company he owns has a terrific income and COVID hit and all of a sudden his he was concerned that his income from his job was going to drop dramatically and it did drop mm. dramatically. I had managed for him a small account and we grew that account pretty nicely over a couple of years. And then in 2000, early 2000, excuse me, early 2020, yeah. Got, to get, got to get my decade right, <laughs> right. right here. Yeah. In early 2020, um, he decided to start moving all his accounts that he had with other managers to us. And we got those in, some of them in February, some of them in March that year. We had a meeting just as they were transferring the assets, and they were just distraught over the market the crash that had taken place, how it impacted would have on their 
portfolio and what impact the economy would have on his job going forward. And so we we went to work on that portfolio or those portfolios. There were actually four. And within one year, we had a meeting where we had we had made close to 60% in their accounts. Now, luckily, we got a lot of their money in March of 2020. If you remember, that was right at the bottom of a 35% market crash. Right. But we kind of went from wondering if they were going to have a decent retirement to one year later knowing that they were going to have a great retirement. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we hope that nothing happens to make it crash going forward. We're trying to manage it daily to make sure that doesn't happen. But but it, it went from having meetings where the family is just beside themselves worried to meetings where everybody's happy and laughing and this looks good. We're going to retire and have a great life. Wow. What a great story. Um, such awesome work from our friend here, Richard Taylor. Richard is the president of Avid Wealth Management Group um, here in the Atlanta area. Richard, this has been great. And I can't uh, imagine there aren't some folks that uh, hearing what you've had to say wouldn't want to be in touch. So let's give them directions on how they can do that. Well, we, we're trying to grow our business like anyone else. And uh, uh, we have a website, www.avidwealth.com. You can contact us by phone at 678-306-1205, or you can call me directly on my cell phone at 404-372-5705. We're happy to meet with people. There's no obligation when you meet with us. Uh, we do all the upfront consultation work without any obligation, and there's no charge for it. That's awesome. Uh, Richard Taylor. Now, before I let you go, though, I have to ask one question, which is you're number one at one thing, uh, which is Christmas lights. That's right. Tell people more about that. Well, uh, people have been trying to get me to go on a mission trip for uh, many, many years, and my wife and I created our mission in our front yard. Mm -hmm. We have the largest uh, residential Christmas light display in the state of Georgia, uh, called Lights of Joy in mm-hmm. Kennesaw, Georgia. And last year, we had uh, we have a circle in the front and a large two acres of lights. And last year, we had over 46,600 people walk around our circle in the front yard. So it's our mission to bring a little joy to everyone we meet. That's awesome. It's such great stuff. And we're... Where can folks find out more about that when it gets close to holiday time? Well, uh, Lights of Joy has a website as well. Okay, gotcha. www.lightsofjoy.net. Okay. And we're located in Kennesaw, Georgia, near Kennesaw State University. Uh, We're not difficult to find. If you go to any business up there, they probably know (laughs) how to find us. (laughs) Something tells me that's right. We're near the airport, and the joke is always, well, somebody's going to land an airplane in your front yard at some point, but so far, so good. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Richard, this has been great. Thanks for uh, the great work you do, not only for clients, but the community. It's been a pleasure. Thank you very much. Hey, folks, just a uh, quick reminder, if you are in and around the Johns Creek area and you are looking for a better place to do corporate team building. Actually, you don't even have to be in John's Creek to do this. It's worth the drive. Um, Here's a suggestion for you. 
check out ansculinaryconcepts.com or asculinaryconcepts.com. Uh, the name of the business is ANS Culinary Concepts. Andrew Traub and his team over there, uh, they do such great work. And they they do corporate catering and they do big green egg boot camps, which are fabulous. Um, but they also do corporate team building. And it's a, it's a great way to uh, you stand around a table and you cut up vegetables and seasoned meat and you cook everything. And it's just and eat it together. And it's a lot of fun. Six seven eight three three six nine one nine six is the number. Tell Andrew we sent you, or if you want to find out more first before you call, go to asculinaryconcepts.com. And folks, North Fulton Business Radio is on all the major podcast apps. You can find us on your favorite podcast app by searching North Fulton Business Radio. We'd love it if you would subscribe and share the show. Um, that's how we get the word out for, for great business leaders like Richard who uh, do great work, and we want to celebrate that work, and we want them to be found. So if you could help us by sharing the show, we'd greatly appreciate it. So for my guest, Richard Taylor, I'm John Ray. Join us next time here on North Fulton Business Radio.